Hi there! So, some of my family members are starting to listen <clears throat> to this podcast now, and a couple friends I've told about it. Um, so, just keeping up to date. Yesterday, I got into El Paso, and uh, one thing I really love to do when I go to a different area is check out, like, if there's a big university or something. I really like, or I just like to go to the libraries usually, and of course yesterday was Sunday, so all the libraries were closed besides um, the one at University of Texas, El Paso. So I wandered in there for a little bit, and this book actually just kind of fell into my lap. I wasn't even looking for it, and it was a book just about um, kind of religion, exactly the kinds of things that I was learning about um, at the ashram and just kind of how times are so different and uh, it is I really don't you don't even realize it until you spend time kind of secluded from everything you know and then you go out in the world and you see how things are just so wow so built up and uh, materialistic and not trying to judge like of course like uh we have to change with the times I guess but it's so it's so kind of weird so I was reading that book and um also one thing I noticed about El Paso is uh the University of Texas there it is such a beautiful campus and it is located right in the heart of these amazing Franklin Mountains and there's like hardly any windows in the library. Like I, I went up to the desk and asked like where's the best spot to sit with the best like view and there were hardly any windows. The lady didn't, she said like right in the opening and that wasn't even facing the mountains. The part of the library that was facing the mountains had like really small windows and it, it was kind of dark. It was just, it was so weird. <laughs> I was like why can't you embrace this amazing view that you have and let some natural light in you know especially for the girls in the library that are wanting to take some selfies you know like think about them think about us (laughs) anyways um so that was one thing I did while I'm in El Paso and it was actually raining too yesterday so after I uh did some yoga and showered at Planet Fitness I was uh I usually don't mind the rain, but I was feeling kind of lazy and tired from driving. So I just sat in my car and watched a movie on Netflix. Um, I forget actually what it was called. Oh yeah, it was called Freaks. Um, It was really just kind of an intriguing title to me. So I watched it and it was was very interesting. Um, I don't know exactly what I'm taking away from the movie. But it was very, very interesting. I really enjoyed it. Except for it's just so weird. Like, it had a lot to do with killing people, too. And I just don't understand where all this hate comes from and why people... I don't know. At first, I was was thinking, oh, it's just a movie, you know. And then this morning, I went for a hike at the Franklin Mountains. And I stopped... (laughs) I actually locked my car keys in my car. Sorry, mom. Um, I do this way too much. 
So I had to wait about an hour and a half for someone to come get my keys. Because uh, thank you to my mother, I'm on their insurance plan and I have AAA insurance. So that really, really came in handy. Thank you so much. Love it. Um, anyways, so there was this other lady parked where I was parked and we got to talking a little bit. <clears throat> She's from Pennsylvania. And she was telling me about... She's been to El Paso numerous times and about how the cartel is really, really a big thing here and about this guy. Actually, I was going to stay in this Walmart parking lot last night and good thing I didn't. She said that this guy came and shot up hundreds of people at the Walmart parking lot not too long ago. And she had stayed there <clears throat> that night too, uh, like this past night. And she said a bunch of people were giving her a hard time. So uh, it just, going along with that movie and hearing about that, just I just don't understand why there's so much hate in the world and why people feel we have to kill other people. It's, it's so crazy. It's wild. I just wonder what, what people think about when they decide they want to go and just kind of end other people's lives, you know, like it's one thing if you're ending your own life, I'm not supporting suicide or anything like that, but you can make decisions for yourself, but to really make that decision for someone else, that's, that's not fair, and I just, I don't, I don't know, I just, I don't get it, and um, I'd honestly love to meet someone who has done that and just kind of pick their brain and understand why because I don't know there's so many reasons I feel I just it's really sad it's really sad to me but anyways yeah it was um besides all the killing and stuff uh, <laughs> um I got to hike this the Franklin's mountain oh my goodness it is really gorgeous and um before that, while I was waiting for my car keys, I got to talking with the lady from Pennsylvania, Brenda, and uh, she's a recovering alcoholic and kind of gave in last night to her craving. And um, so I felt she and she was coming to the to the park to kind of get away and to try to make sure that she didn't relapse again because she felt so bad that she wanted to do it again, you know. And I totally understand we all have a vice um, so I totally understand and I felt really bad so once I got my car keys and she was really really she was out of money because she spent it all at the club and on alcohol and such and she even offered to give me a ride she didn't I heard her on the phone uh, like not too long before we got to talking and telling someone how she didn't have any gas and she didn't ha she hardly had enough gas and hardly she didn't have any money so I know it was her fault like she did it to herself but I couldn't help but feeling a little bad she even at the fact that she even offered to drive me somewhere having no money and hardly any gas she was still kind of willing to do something for me I thought that was really nice so I told her because um, she had just gotten, like, she had been drinking all night. And I asked her if she'd had any food. And she said she hadn't eaten. And I said, oh, well, 
it's probably good that you get something in your system. And she said that she didn't have any money again, so I was really hungry. Like, the reason why I wanted my car keys was so I could go to the grocery store and get some food, because I was really hungry. So I offered her, she was telling me all about this taco place that she was just dying to see. It's the best place, I guess, in El Paso. And, uh, and actually, I think that's true, because I, as I'm walking with the tacos later, this guy stops me and is like, oh, um, Chico's Tacos. This guy comes from wherever to, uh, I don't remember, it's this famous boxer, I guess. He, he comes to El Paso just for these tacos. But then he said, he said that the tacos are usually just, um, like, after you've been drinking a lot, that's when they taste really good. So, I don't know. There's mixed signals. And I didn't even eat them, actually, because I'm not, um, they don't have anything that were, like, vegetables. And I'm kind of scared to see what meat would do to my body. But anyway, so I went and got us some tacos. <clears throat> and, um... And I got her some, I stopped at the this little Mexican grocery store and got some bread um, for really, really cheap. I didn't spend like $5 in total on tacos and bread and like avocados for myself and such. So I got her some tacos and so a couple like rolls of bread to hopefully last her for maybe a little bit longer. She said that the rolls of bread will last her like a week. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so hopefully that is something that she helps her out a little bit, you know, because it's hard when you struggle with an addiction for something, and all you can think about is that addiction, and, uh, so I figured it'd be good to help her, and myself too, I mean, I, it's always nice for me to, like, meet other people, and I have my own vices too, so it was nice to kind of sit and we just had a little meal together and it was nice and <clears throat> and then we went about our separate ways and I got to do my little hiking before making my way now to um to Arizona but I don't know I guess that's just a little update about how yesterday and today went It's really unique out in the West. Definitely noticed everything is very different. The people are different. Everyone's a little bit more laid back and uh, things go kind of slowly, <laughs> which is cool. But I also I also noticed like on the opposing end that the speed limit is 80 here. <laughs> kind of crazy. I mean, I still go 70 because, um, actually my car, once I hit 70 miles an hour, it doesn't let me go any faster. So I guess that's partly why I also just drive like a grandma because, um, well, I live in my car, so I have to be careful. <clears throat> Anyways, the West is really just amazing. I noticed is you can really just kind of park anywhere and just like I don't know there's so much open land I guess and two nights ago I was in this really small town Van Horn Texas I found this spot to kind of just it's kind of by the highway 
it's next to a little off-road. You go through this small town called Van Horn and then you just take the road. I found it when I was, uh, I just went for a little bicycle ride at this rest area. There's a, like a, a small off-road uh, road right next to the highway by the rest area. So I just took my bicycle and just went for a little bike ride and found this little spot tucked away right next to these train tracks, which I didn't really think about until one woke me up at two in the morning <laughs> and another at like five in the morning, but you know, it's okay. It was still really scenic and really pretty. So later in the night, I stopped at this little grocery store in, uh, in Van Horn and grabbed myself some little snackies and then went and made myself at home in this little tucked away spot. It was my first boondocking experience. It was really, really nice. I couldn't help being a little bit paranoid and thinking, I don't know, every time there was a noise, I was like, oh, is there someone? Is there someone here? I was getting a little nerve, it was a little nerve wracking, but it was a great night. I slept perfectly fine besides the trains, but okay I, it was actually really unique to see the trains in the middle of the mountain range so didn't hate it at all and uh yeah so that's something that's really different about being out west and I noticed if anybody likes to go camping or road tripping or anything like that this app called park for night is really really nice it tells you other people kind of post where they've been able to park at and kind of stay for the rest of the night and people will upload pictures and they'll say little things about the area so it's a it's a really really cool app and I've noticed um, there are more uh, people participate in that app a little bit more out on the west <clears throat> there's a lot more uh, kind of hidden gems that people will post about which is really really cool and that helps and also if you f happen to find a spot post on there too because it helps other people uh, and that's what I did <clears throat> when I found mine there wasn't there wasn't anybody no one had posted that spot so I posted it hopefully someone else finds it and gets to stay there too because it's really <clears throat> it's really cool it's a fun experience going a little boondocking, but I also have to remember that um, as much as much as I love to spread love and light in the world, there's still darkness too. You know, uh, like there's still bad in the world because everything is yin and yang. So you can't have the good without the bad, and vice versa. Sometimes, I know lots of other people like to do this too, myself included, but just kind of pretend, pretend like everything is all good and peaches and rainbows and sunshine, you know, which is, it's, it's good. It's okay. But you can't, <clears throat> you can't ignore the fact that there's uh, hardships too. So... That's something that throughout my travels definitely have to remember, especially traveling alone and being kind of a, a young a young woman. I don't I mean I like to think I'm pretty strong and uh you know, could get my way out of situations, but 
I definitely, you know, definitely things can happen. And I, I'm aware of that, but I don't like to live in fear. And we shouldn't live our life in fear. 100%. I will, I will attest to that. But you can still go out and do things. You just, just be aware of everything, you know. Um, like when we're unaware of things, when we're just kind of walking around and not really paying attention to our surroundings, that's when something really bad can happen. But if you're constantly like looking around and just know what's going on around you, you don't have to be paranoid, you know, just be aware of everything and then you'll be okay. Then if something, I mean, something can always happen. Like you can get, I heard that more people die of coconuts <laughs> than uh, like shark attacks or anything like that. So, um, so, you know, anything can happen at any, any given moment, but you can definitely limit those things if we are aware and we pay attention. Also, if you're friendly to people, like, mom, sorry, but I've met people who um, are not very good people. I mean, deep down they are good people. Everybody has good inside of them, but they've lost sight of it. And they, yes, they have done horrible things. And, um, and they were really, really sweet to me because, I don't know, when you're, when the energy that you put out in the world is usually the energy that you get back. So if you are nice to people and you're good to people, I think you get more good and niceness in return. Now some people could just be having a crappy day and like they might just be really crappy and that's fine. But you know, sometimes also that person who's, because we all have those days, right? So sometimes that person who is really just grumpy and crabby, all they need is just a friendly face to just make them smile. And you know, maybe you just completely change their whole day around, you know? So even if someone is really grumpy and crabby to you, still just give them a nice smile and, you know, and don't let their grumpiness or crabbiness rub off on you because then that's just one more grumpy and crabby person for absolutely no reason. There's no reason to be grumpy. <laughs> Life is way too short to just spend it being mad at things. So hopefully... <laughs> The more people can do things like that, maybe the more, the less like, mass shootings we can have. I don't, don't know why this is such a problem. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think we just need to spread a little bit more love and light into the world. We need more people. I know it sounds so cheesy and maybe maybe that's wise we have this weird era where everyone it's like um seeing like girls as boss bitches or something like girls that just kind of have an attitude or have like resting bitch face and for some reason that's cool i'm not really sure why um but maybe Maybe that's kind of why people feel like we have to be more cold. Like, it's really cool to be cold to people. <laughs> I don't know. 
something I would have to say that I disagree with that I don't think that we should be cold to people but I don't know I'm definitely just ranting and rambling on here so just trying to think of we don't need to solve all the world's problems either it's you know sometimes that's one thing I get a little into I'm just like well how can we fix this or how can we fix that sometimes you can't fix things you just have to let it be and you know it should work out which kind of reminds me I've been practicing the ukulele a little bit and the first song I can do the intro to um to the Beatles, Let It Be. <laughs> let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. <laughs> totally random, but yeah, so that's just another little thing. Getting into good habits, maybe that's another thing too, is we all have different ways of spending our time, uh, like on this earth. So it's good to try to do like good like to try to develop good habits so the way just look at how you spend your time and just see what exactly it is just like really think about the thing like how things make you feel um you know if you're going if you're working out really hard and does that does that feel good you know or does that make you more grumpy usually after you exercise you're supposed to feel really good you know so Hopefully those are good things, but don't work yourself too hard to where you feel crappy and, you know, like be aware of yourself and especially eating too. We have to be aware of what we're putting into our bodies. Health is the greatest wealth, right? Um, for me, I definitely notice too, it's, it can definitely be hard sometimes, especially when food is just so good, right? Everything just tastes so amazing. But it is good. We notice um, when we're good to our bodies, we have so much more energy. We're happier, you know, because we're not thinking about, oh, I just ate all that cheese or gross. Like, uh, I don't I don't even know, like these tacos that this um, they had from uh, from Chico's they had all this crazy sauce and crazy cheese and like chili it looked like I don't know it just it didn't really like it just it didn't look very appetizing honestly um it just looked so like greasy and I'm totally not judging because there's definitely a time and place for that food um it can be very very tasty and you know but just how you feel afterwards like I I wanted to kind of try it until I saw it and I was like oh yeah that's not gonna it doesn't the way it looks doesn't even look good I I know it's not gonna feel good afterwards and she didn't even feel good after she ate them so I was like yeah I'm glad I'm glad I made my own little tacos um (laughs) so you know it is it is all about, yeah, how we like, how we take care of ourselves. And then maybe the more we take care of ourselves, the less 
unhappy people will be, the happier everyone in the world will be, and then maybe we can solve little problems one, one step at a time, you know? <laughs> Anyways, I know I seem to talk about like health in almost every one of these podcasts, I think, but it's just because I notice how important it is. And how important it is, like, to take care of ourselves and be, be active, um, even when, and it's, I notice for me, it's, it's really hard being in the car most of the days, but, um, you also just have to not care about what other people think, because I stopped at a rest area, and I opened up my, my truck, my car, and I, I made myself a little meal out of my camp stove that my mom got me. Love you, mom. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I made myself some food. Uh, just kind of sat and hung out for like 20 minutes, practiced ukulele a little bit, and then I did some, I rolled out my yoga mat and did some yoga. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, I need to be doing that right now. It's like, yes, you probably do. <laughs> just because being cooped up in a car is so hard it can be really just a lot on the body we really need to stretch get those muscles uh moving around warm them up it's uh it's kind of weird the more you like sit or the more the less active you are the more tired you get i mean i don't know if anyone else notices this but i notice it in myself The more I'm just kind of lounging around, the more tired I am. So, I also just realized that I titled this last podcast, El Paso and Shootings. I don't want people to see that and think that um, El Paso is filled with people that just like to go and shoot or something. Because that was not at all the experience that I had while I was in El Paso. Um... The shootings were more so just things that I'd heard about. And everybody was very... I, I never came across any mean faces or any rude people. Um, even though I was definitely a minority when I went walking around the town there. I mean, yeah, people were kind of, Everyone was kind of looking at me like, who is this girl? Because um, it was a very Mexican-dominant town. But, you know, we're all the same people. No one was mean to me. People actually came up and talked to me, so... Um, I don't want that to, the title to be, I think it's misleading. So, um, yeah, this girl actually even gave me, the girl at the supermarket gave me a free little, um, um, like little taco shell because I didn't want like 20 of them. I just wanted one and she was making them right on site. So she handed it to me all nice and warm and oh my gosh, it was so good. Nice tortilla. So, no, yeah, everybody was so was very friendly. I don't want people to see that and be like, oh, I'm not going to El Paso because of shootings and cartel and all that. Um, I'm sure that you can get into that if you look for it and you're trying to, but no, I, I only experience very, very friendly people and don't, don't be afraid. So just made this separate little thing to show that the title is kind of misleading. Okay. All right. Thank you.